thank God. Psalm 27. And I just want to read one verse. And I won't be before you long. Psalm 27 and 4. Psalm 27 and 4. Um, Psalm 27 and 4. And Psalm 27 and 4 reads, One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Amen. Amen. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. May it sink deep into our hearts that our souls may be sanctified. Father God, may we ask now that as your word has been read, bless your people according to your divine will. Allow us, God, to hear not only my voice, but hear you through my voice, that they may understand what it is that you would have for them to see, say, and do. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us clearly that we may understand and follow your instruction. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. When I begin to look at messages time past, what we talked about last week, and last week's message was about focus. If thine eye be single, thy whole body will be full of light. A double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. Let not that man think that he should receive anything from the Lord. And I read that backwards. But I began to dwell on those messages. I began to dwell on it. I began to dwell on cognitive dissonance and focusing on the things that we need to focus on. And I pray that last week that you, you, you've been doing your assignment, that you've set up your compartments, that you've identified all of the things that relate to your spiritual growth and your health and your uh, mental growth and your, your um, finances and, and your relationship and your affairs. I pray that, that you, you've, you've compartmentalized those things so that you could begin to address them individually. And, and that while you are in that component, that compartment, that drawer, that room, uh, everything that pertains to that, uh, you may not be able to deal with at one time, but you take one segment of that and you begin to address it. And you give all of your focus to the one thing for a period of time and that period of time you 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 address it and you look for some aspect of progress in that and when you begin to find that you have made some progress in that realm in that component in that drawer in that room that you then begin to close that component and move to the next are you with me 
because we are finding that as we begin to address things individually and not become overwhelmed with everything having to be done at the same time, all due on the same day, same minute, same second, same hour, we will begin to find that our life will fall into some order because we all have 24 hours. Nobody gets 24 and a half, 26, nobody gets 23. Everybody gets 24 hours in a day and you have to be able to manage the things that you do in that day in order for you to not only give God glory, but to be about your father's business. Are you with me? Uh, you can't be about your father's business and your business at the same time because singleness of mind told us to seek ye first. Amen. We want to seek God's kingdom first. We want to seek him first. And everything else will be added unto us. Is that all right? Uh, when I began to, to, to uh, continue to evaluate that, uh, that component and the things that we struggle with and realizing that we've got to deal with them whether we want to or not, We've got to address them whether we want to or not. We've got to face them whether we want to or not because they're not going anywhere. Uh, we, uh, you begin to gain a strength that uh, you will be able to look at your issue with a different view. Psalm 27 uh, begins and it says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Uh, sometimes we need to figure out some things. What is it? What is it? Who is it uh, that, 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 that I need to be fearful of? Is there, is there something that I need to be fearful of? Is there something that is so incredibly ominous, so large, so fear, fear, fearful that I, that I need to fear it? it? Something so strong that I need to be afraid of it? What whom or where shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, when stuff came upon me to eat up my flesh, to cause me to be confused and confounded, uh, though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. The war should rise against me, and this will I be confident. In other words, when things come up, that I have to deal with. Uh, uh, cognitive dissonance would not allow me to address those issues, so I would put it off to the side. I would, I would negate it. I would ignore it. I would act like it did not exist, and I would not face the thing that needed to be faced. And, but there's nothing that I need to be fearful of. There's nothing or no one that I need to be afraid of. There, there's nothing that would I could that I need to face that I need to be so afraid that it cripples me from moving forward. Amen. And I was I was focused on the message and I was I was focusing on that component and I was dealing with the things that I needed to deal with and then I read verse 4 and it said one thing have I desired of the Lord that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord uh, all the days of my life uh, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple and I got stumped I got stumped. I looked at that and it said, 
one thing have I desired of the Lord, but he didn't mention one thing. He mentioned three. So now I'm going, you ever read the Bible and you're like that? Yeah. It seems contradictory in its writing. Yeah. It seems contradictory in its expression. It seems like it is not uh, saying what it means to say or there is some confusion in what is being said. But how many of you know that when God speaks to you and you're writing through inspiration, sometimes there's more being said than that which is actually said. Amen. So the writer here, David, is saying, one thing have I desired of the Lord, and that, 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 not that's, not these, but that, that. I want to make sure I'm reading that right. Did that say that? It said that, that, singular, that, will I seek after. And he says that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To dwell means to live. To, to be there. To dwell. Your dwelling place is the place that you are the most. Where does your mind dwell? Where does your body dwell? Where do you, it's some, it's, sometimes it's not just where you live because you can live one place and dwell another place. Your, your mind, see, you can be in church, but you, you're, you can dwell someplace else. You might be at the parade. You might be at Starbucks. You might be at Bojangles. Uh, you, you, you might be a number of different places, but it, it says here, but he wants to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Yes, sir. So he wants to be there. He wants to not just set up residence. He wants to make it a place where I can always go to. I don't want to just visit. I don't want to pass through. But I want to dwell there. I want to linger. I, 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 are you getting? Are you understanding the language to dwell? Uh, uh, what does Psalm twenty-three tell us? Is it surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I don't want to just. Past. I don't want to drive by it. I don't want to just look at it. I don't want to just visit it. I want to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I want to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. He makes the second component of his request and he says I want to behold the beauty of the Lord oh I want to see him look upon his face there to there's that word again dwell forever Upon his saving grace. I want to walk the streets of glory. Let me lift my voice. K 
cares all past, home at last, heaven to rejoice. Hallelujah. So he says, I want to behold the beauty of the Lord. When you behold something, it's behold is not just looking at it. Uh, uh, it's, it's beyond the visual aspect of, of seeing something. When you behold something, you take in all that makes up that, that thing that you're looking at. Have you ever been to the museum and you saw a picture and you just phantom, how could someone just draw something so beautiful or a statue and you look at the detail in the statue and the eyes and, and the skin and the skin even has texture and the fingernails and the cuticle and the finger. I mean, that's when you're beginning to behold something. You're not, you're not looking at it at a glance. You're not just, oh, that's nice. You, you, you're behold, you're appreciating it when you behold something. Daisy says, I want to behold the beauty of the Lord. Behold. I want to dwell. I want to behold. And then he says, and then I want to inquire. I want to inquire. I want to inquire. In his temple. Is that what it says? Yes. It says, I want, to in, I want to inquire in his temple. I want to inquire. And I, I want you to qualify that there are two words. There is inquire, I-N-Q-U-I-E-R-Y. And then there's inquire, E-N-Q-U-I-R-Y. Did you know that? There's inquire, I-N, and inquire, E-N. And the, 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 the distinction when I'm reading this and I'm studying this is that they used E-N-Q-U-I-R-Y. When you inquire, I-N-Q-U-I-R-E, it means it is an examination of facts. Inquiry. You're asking questions and you're asking for responses that will factually inform you of information. Are you with me? Yeah. But then when you inquire, E-N-Q-U-I-R-E, you are searching for knowledge. And David says, I don't want to just have mere facts. I know that there's more than what is beyond, beho that I am beholding. I know that there's more than what meets the eye. But after I finished going through all of that, I was still stuck because it's not one thing. It's three things. He said, I want to behold. I want to dwell. I want to behold. And I want to inquire. I want to dwell. I want to behold. 
and I want to inquire. I want to dwell, I want to behold, and I want to inquire. And I said, Lord, you, you got you to gotta help me. Because I don't want to look at this, become frustrated, and say, well, you know, you know am, am, is it really single? Is, is it possible for us to have a single thought? Is it possible for us to have a single focal point? Is it possible for us to have one frame of mind? Is it possible for us not to be double-minded? Is it, is it possible? Is it possible for us to be focused? And I began to hear that in his request, there is really still only one request. And he said, one thing have I desired. And I'm almost done. The one thing that he desired is that everything that he asked for was in harmony. Write that word down, harmony. See, when we look at last week and we look at focus, we know that there's a number of things on our desk. We know that there's a number of things that we have to do. We know that there's a number of things that need to be addressed. We know that there's a number of problems that need to be solved. We know that there's a number of things that we need answers to. But some of those things, there's no correlation. There's no relationship. There's no harmony. When you put them all together, they are all sometimes moving in different directions. There, there's, there's, there's some things that we deal with that take us forward, and then there's some things that we deal with that take us backwards. Amen. There's some things that make us sidetrack, and then there's some things that distract. Because the distractions are things that you don't necessarily follow, but they're just irritating to you. <laughs> They become sidetracked when you begin to focus on what's distracting you. See, a mosquito will distract you. He will sidetrack you and you will not listen to anything else when you start focusing on where he's at. Because at that point, you have just left wherever you are. Are you with me? Yes, amen. So there must be a harmony. There must be harmony. There, there must be some harmonious things that are occurring in your life that you are addressing that are moving you in the same direction. Other words or otherwise, they are distractions. They are sidetracks. There are things that make you back slide. One thing have I desired, and our lives ought to be in harmony with what God 
has in store for us, that way there will be no conflict. There will be no cognitive dissonance. There will be no struggle because when you are in harmony with what God has for you, there won't have to be any distractions, sidetracks, backstepping because everything that he's placing in your life is to move you forward. I know the thoughts that I have for you, thoughts of good and not evil. Y'all hearing what I'm saying to you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, no, I'm sorry. Y'all hear what the Holy Ghost is saying to you? It does not just want you to compartmentalize what you're doing and address it, but it wants you to move it to a place where it's operating in harmony. Because if you find that there's some things that you are addressing that get you and keep you out of harmony, maybe you need to not address it. And you need to leave it alone. Ain't no sense in me going in the closet and folding up the clothes that don't fit me every week. Why am I continuing to deal with something that's not going to benefit me anymore? I can't even use it. Why do I go back in my mind and revisit stuff Ooh, that does not fit me anymore? more. That's why I can dance to the same song, but I can't dance the same way because it doesn't fit me to dance that way anymore. Amen. I got music to accompany me now. Are you understanding what I'm saying to you? And I'm going, I'm going wind it down so that they don't start disturbing us. Because I don't want you to, you know. Now, now everybody will get up because they, you know, they hear the drums. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Distracted. See, right now it's a distraction. Once you start doing this, it's over. You have been sidetracked. Because you're not listening to me no more. Because this message has a different beat. Got to have harmony. And you got to know that when you're dealing with some stuff, you got to make sure that it operates harmoniously in your life. Now, yes, there may be some things that you need to identify, and sometimes that's the project. Identify the things that are not in harmony with who you are, that are not in harmony with your surroundings, that are not in harmony with who you have become, that are not in harmony with who you have grown to be. There are some folks that you outgrow. Amen. That doesn't mean they're not nice people. It just means that our conversation is no longer in harmony. See, I can't hang out with some of the fellas I used to hang out with because their, their vocabulary was not expansive enough. They couldn't talk about some of the things that I need to talk about. They had a one-track mind. 
Amen. Amen. Some folk, you friends you have, all they talk about is cars. All they talk about is, is motorcycles. All they talk about is boats. All they talk about is vacations. All they talk about is parties. All they talk about is drinking. All they talk about is X, Y, and Z. But how about five years from now? Let's talk about that. Oh, no. Nah. I don't know about tomorrow, but for the day. Well, I mean, I can't talk to you then. Because if you can't see past the nose in your face, then ain't no sense of me talking to you. Harmony. And they're nice guys. But I just can't talk to them at that level because they're not in harmony with the, the, the type of conversation I need to have. One thing. Make sure that everything that you ask for looks like one thing. Make sure that when your finances get straight, it looks like one thing. And your affairs, they look like one thing. And when you get your relationships in order, they look like one thing. Because how many of you know you can have the wrong relationship that will throw your finances off? Amen. That's called a distraction. Until you start spending it all, then it becomes a sidetrack. And if you get sidetracked long enough, you'll go backsliding. I'm, I'm feeling this message. You got to make sure that, that you are able to pull it back in when you become distracted. You got to make sure that you can pull it back in when you become sidetracked. Because what's going to be comfortable is the stuff that normally distracts us and that sidetracks us. Because that's what we're used to doing. Amen. We have to developed a habit to do the things that are not convenient. Amen. And we think that they're convenient. So it is even convenient to lie to ourselves to make you believe that that's convenient to do the thing that's inconvenient that keeps you going backwards instead of forward. Yes, sir. One thing have I desired of the Lord. I don't care if it's multiple things that you got to address. They all need to look like one thing. Amen. They all need to find themselves in the will of God. Amen. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Why do I have to be afraid of, of, of moving that to a place where that was nice and is no longer servicing me? I need to give it to goodwill. Our goodwill that it blesses somebody else. Maybe i give it to Salvation Army. Let somebody else save it because it can't help me no more. It is now taking up space. You got to make sure that the things that take up space in your mind are the things that fit you. Fit you. Fit you. Close. After this season, all of us should have grown. Amen. All of us should grow. We should be looking at our lives as we're going through these messages and seeing where we fit. And if you're not, then that's the fear. That's the thing that's, that's, the thing that's got you scared. Amen. What? Whom shall I fear? That's the thing that's got you afraid. When the wicked, even my enemies, my bad thoughts, my bad attitudes, my bad habits, when those things come upon me to eat up my flesh, 
They stumbled and fell. But when hosts should encamp against me, I, I will be confident in this thing. It doesn't matter what I used to do, because when the old man begins to rise up, I remember what's in harmony with who I am, and I can now put that old man back in his place. Amen. And say, no, 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 I don't need you. How many of y'all seen uh, uh, Lord of the Rings? I, I love the part when, 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 uh, help me out, uh, that lady, when uh, 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 Gollum is, is at the well and he's, he's got this, this struggle going on and he's talking to his alter ego and, 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 he's, and he's struggling in the conversation and, and he became friends with, what's his name? With Frodo, Frodo Baggins. And when Frodo was his friends, he looked at his alter ego and he says, We don't need you. Is that what he said? He said, We don't need you. And his alter ego was like, What? I'm the one that kept you alive. I'm the one that made you do all that ugly stuff to folk, and that's the stuff that allowed you to survive, and you don't need me no more? Because that's what your alter ego is going to do. That's what your pride is going to do. That's what your self-will is going to do. It's going to rise up and remind you of how you needed it. When, when you couldn't make it on your own, I was there. When nobody else was there for you, I was there. But what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to what a privilege it is to everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. But when he became friends... Gollum's savior was Frodo. When he became friends with Frodo, he didn't need his alter ego anymore. He didn't need pride. He didn't need lust of the flesh. He didn't need lust of the eyes anymore because he found a true friend that saw past all his ugliness and said, Gollum, isn't that what they call him? No, what was his name before? But he called him by his real name. You remember what it was? He said, that's what they called you. And he looked at him, he said, yeah, that's, that was my name. Wow. He had been so long in the caves and in, in the grind that he forgot who he was. We can't afford to allow ourselves to be in the cave and in the grind so long that we forget who we are. Jesus is calling us out of the cave and out of the grind to say, yeah, that's what I called you fearfully and wonderfully made. I called you son. As many of them that believe to them shall be the sons of God. They shall have power. Yes. 
Are you with me? Harmony. We got to harmonize. We got to get our lives in harmony. What you ingest has to be in harmony with who you're trying to become. Because you are what you eat. You have to feed the spiritual man. If you don't feed the spiritual man, the carnal man will continue to grow. And he will be strong. But the spiritual man has to be fed just as much. Yes. I'm done. One thing have I desired of the Lord. And that will I seek after. That I might dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. He's still qualifying He's still qualifying how he expects it to look. I expect to dwell here all the days of my life. I expect to be able to behold the beauty of the Lord. And I want to inquire. I want to find out. I want to study. I want to learn. I want to inquire in his temple. Then he continues his conversation because he says, for what? In the time of trouble, he shall hide me. God can only hide you. And I'm not going to go any further than that because that's going to be something else. God can only hide you when you dwell in his house. See, you can't protect your children until they're at home. Because while they're away from you, you you don't know where they're at. What they're doing and who they're hanging with. But when they're home, if something comes to the door that's not correct, uh, first one's going to the door is mommy and daddy. And no, what, what business do you have with my child because in order to get to him you got to get through me that's what God stands and says so I pray that as you're examining your life through this season as we move into Yom Kippur celebrated Rosh Hashanah I pray that you still examine Focusing is your all on the sacrifice. Is your all on the altar of sacrifice laid? Your heart does the spirit control, because you can only be blessed and have peace and sweet rest. So you can pray for peace and you can pray for sweet rest as you yield him your body and soul. So we bless the Lord. Pray that something said or done will make a difference in your life. I pray that your eyes are opening. I pray that your heart is awakening. I pray that you are encouraged and stirred 
to address the things that need to be addressed and stirred to deal with the things that need to be dealt with and stirred to look at your own life to be the best that you can be for God. I think there's a song that says, For God and God alone, who's fit to sit upon the universe's throne. Have y'all ever heard that song? Awesome song. For God and God alone. I think, uh, 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 I can't think of his name. He sings it. Uh, Beautiful song. Beautiful, beautiful song. For God and God alone. It's reserved for him. The highest praise is reserved for him. It's reserved for him. It's reserved for God and for God alone. So I pray that as you examine your life, that you allow God to take full control. May he fill you up spiritually and mentally, physically. I pray that he speaks to every aspect of your life because the fullness of the Godhead was in Jesus the Christ bodily. But it says that in him, we are complete. And when we know that we are complete in him, there is no lack, there's no schism, there's nothing broken, there's nothing missing, there's no conflict, there's no error. There's nothing that would cause us to fall by the wayside because we are complete in him. There's nothing that I want because the Lord is my shepherd. He has given me everything that I already need. And because he knows what my heart's desire is, he can give me that because I've delighted in him in making sure that my life flowed in harmony. May God bless you today richly. May he continue to smile upon each and every one of you. May you continue to examine yourself and grow. Don't be afraid to grow. Don't be afraid to grow. We're going to grow at different rates, but I'm not comparing myself to how fast you grow. I'm comparing myself to how much did I grow from yesterday? How much did I do different from yesterday? If I got sidetracked five times yesterday, then I don't want to get side. I want to get distracted three times and sidetracked two. My sidetracks ought to reduce. My distractions will always be many, but I should not, I don't have to follow everything that distracts me. Are you with me? I don't have to allow it to gain my attention. And if it does not warrant your attention, then throw it in the trash. Junk mail is just that. It's junk mail. It's, you're not going to do anything with it. It doesn't serve you any good. You don't even use the product that they're sending you to advertisement on. So why are, you, why are you filing that? It's taking up unnecessary space. I'm going to file it for later. But when you go to use it, it's going to, have, it's going to be expired. It's going to be expired. The coupon does not last eternally. It has an expiration date. Amen? 
the only reason it's on sale is because they want to move the inventory out because they know that something new, ooh, that something new, ooh, that something new is coming. So in order for me to make room for the stuff that's coming, I want to get rid of all my old stuff. And if I can sell it to you for cheaper and give it to you, then I can make room for the new stuff that's about to come in. Huh? Now you can buy HDTV real cheap. Why? Because they got 2K and 4K and 5K TVs out now. Huh? So, so, so now HD is nothing. I can get a 50 inch HD TV for nothing. Couple of hundred dollars. And they selling the HD because I need the shelf space for the 5K. See, you got to make sure that you understand that there's some stuff that's in your life that's standard definition. Amen. It's got a knob on it that you still turning with some rabbit ear antennas and you still trying to get an HD channel. <laughs> Tap your neighbor and say, neighbor. They don't even sell that frequency no more. Huh? Analog is gone. Everything now is digital. <laughs> Go to cable and tell them you want an analog signal. No, no, we don't do we don't do analog anymore. We do digital or we do fiber. Okay. Information that moves at the speed of light. Yes. Fiber. You want analog? No, we don't we don't do analog. So you gotta know what's on your shelf in your mind. At least upgrade to HD. You don't have you don't have to have a 5K TV, but at least have HD. Amen. Amen. If you got a TV that has a big back on it at home, you might want to start thinking about upgrading. Because eventually, eventually. Why, why you got to upgrade? Because eventually the tube is going to go out. I'm just trying to help you. Eventually the tube is going to go out. And you're going to be looking for a tube that they don't sell anymore. And you're going to have a piece of equipment that is only good for old channels. I'm trying to help you. Sometimes, this is the issue with the church. This is the issue with the church. And I'm really going to close this time. This, the issue with the church is the church is equipped to deal with the people of yesterday. It's not equipped to deal with the people of today. That's why the church is empty. Amen. Amen. Because amen. it's equipped to handle yesterday. I didn't say the power behind it was wrong. I didn't say the power behind it has changed. I said it is equipped to deal with yesterday. And we can't they iPads, they playing games while we while we in service. So we gotta we gotta equip, we gotta catch up with our tablets so that they can look on with our tablets and go, how you do that? Because they're not gonna flip through a book. He's not going to do it.
when they got watches that they they answer they answering the phone on the watch is transferring to the, to the telephone they watching they answering emails on the watch they 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 checking news on the watch G timex is nice but apple got something going cuz now my watch i need my watch to do more than just tell time and and i need my watch to tell time in a few time zones cuz there's some folk that i'm dealing with that are overseas 7 8 13 hours 24 hours behind me or ahead of me whether you go to japan or australia based on based on that is according to where your day is Overseas is day and tomorrow already. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen? But we got to... If your watch still... Anybody got a watch that still winds up? If it ain't gold, get rid of it. Your watch still winds up. You you take it and see if it's it's of any value. But it's my grandmama's watch. <laughs> then put it in a time capsule and buy you a new watch. Cause I can guarantee you it's off. Every three days you gotta move it up ten minutes. Cause it's off. It doesn't move at the same pace. It moves like grandma. <laughs> Amen. I pray that something said or done to make a difference in your life. Realize where we're at, saints. Realize where you are at in your life and your relationship with God. And realize that all of us have to, must do better. Because if we don't hold ourselves accountable to better, we will always continue to uh, receive the same. And if you don't want the same, if you are sick and tired of being sick and tired, if you are, don't want to continue to experience the same things that you've been experiencing, then you need to start addressing the things that need to be addressed. Period. God bless you. God keep you. God love you, my father's children. One thing, one thing, one thing.